Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the Live Inspired podcast, Monday Morning Moments with John O'Leary. I record these so that you and I can begin our days and our weeks in awe and on fire with a burst of inspiration. And this one is titled The Gift of Silence. The Gift of Silence. Near the end of a hectic week of speaking events, it was obvious that I was getting sick with something, some kind of sinus infection. What began as a raspy voice a couple weeks ago when I started speaking turned into an absolute whisper by the end of it. By the time I got home that evening, my voice was completely gone, completely gone. And what started as a sinus infection manifested into a double ear infection led to a swollen, irritated throat and then eventually total laryngitis. My body ached, ears throbbed, swallowing was difficult, almost impossible. But for me, the most difficult aspect was the total loss of speech. After a little bit more than a week of being locked in total silence, though, as my voice continues to return, you hear it even now, there have been some unlikely and remarkable gifts that were discovered in losing my voice. I wanted to share these five gifts with you today in the hope that they might encourage you that regardless of what you're facing right now, that there are lessons to be learned, that there are lessons to be learned. So my friends, number one, the first gift that I received as a result of losing my voice was this, become far more grateful, become more grateful. Wife, children, family, freedom, faith, community, work that matters, sunshine, hot coffee, cold beer, life. Every day I begin by giving thanks for the undeserved and endless gifts present in my life. But I doubt I've ever even considered my voice as something for which I am supremely grateful. I went months without a voice as a child in hospital. I've lost it several times as an adult due to laryngitis. And even still, even still, I take my voice for granted. This time in forced silence allowed me to realize the gift of my voice. And it reminded me that it just is one of innumerable other gifts that I received freely and unfortunately too often overlook completely, but no longer. I'm grateful for my voice. So the first thing I was reminded of in losing my voice was the gift of it. The second gift was this, the joy of listening. Beth and I spend many mornings together on our screen in porch having a coffee. We talk about our days, we discuss our kids' schedules, and we get on the same page for the week ahead. In the evenings, we'll frequently escape from the chaos of the day to that same screened-in porch. This time, the coffee is switched out frequently with a glass of wine, and we talk about our days. That time with that girl, Miss Beth, on that porch. It's one of the highlights of my day. I love it. I often, though, find myself, this won't shock many of you, I find myself talking a little too much, responding maybe a little too quickly, fixing rather than simply listening. This week of being in laryngitis mode, of stuck in silence, I finally got it right. I listened deeply to what she said. Perhaps as odd as it may seem, we had numerous awesome conversations this week, maybe our best yet in marriage turns out sometimes what a friend really needs is just an awesome listener. And this week, 
man, I was an awesome listener. So the second thing I learned was the joy and the power of really listening. The third thing, increased intimacy in our conversations. That's right. I'm going to say it again because this one matters. Increased intimacy in our conversations. No, not not that kind of intimacy. If you wrote it down, cross it off. I'm talking about the kind of intimacy that brings us closer to paying attention, looking for details, searching for the true heart of someone else, and truly, deeply connecting. It was maybe best revealed in how my kids could not look down at their screens, at a television, or at the floor while speaking with me. These little ones had to look up. They had to look to me. They had to read my lips. They had to interpret my clicks. They had to read my facial reactions. They could not be passive in the conversation. They had to actively engage in it. And because of that time of being more fully, truly together, truly connecting, we were also able to draw closer to truly love one another. It was an awesome week of connecting with my kids and they connecting with my dad, their dad, usually not using words. What a gift, the intimacy of relationship. The fourth thing I learned in that week of silence was this, recognizing that less is more. Too often we forget it, don't we? Less is more. On Sunday night, my parents, my siblings, my cousins all came over to say hello and celebrate all of the August birthdays. Near the end of the table, I sat silently. I wasn't pouting. I just had no voice. So I sat silently and to my right at the very head of the table sat my dad. 30 years of Parkinson's disease has made speaking difficult for my dad in particular at the end of a long day. Laryngitis that week made speaking impossible for me. So for more than an hour, we just sat by each other, seldom even feigning communication. Instead, a father and a son savored the gift of the little things, you know, like life and family and fun and ice cream cake, the good stuff. Words, it turns out, can sometimes cheapen moments such as these, these important moments in life with people we love. Neither of us used any that night. Neither of us could. Recognizing less is sometimes more was one of the lessons I walked away with, not only from that night, but generally from this experience with laryngitis. And there was one more gift that I received. The gift of a loyal friend. Anytime someone in the house would call my name, I was unable to yell back or speak back, and so I'd have to whistle so they could find me. It was the only way they could track down where I was. And as they came down to my office or up to my bedroom or into the family room, they were always the second to find me. There was one friend who found me even quicker than the one calling my name. That's right. The first was always our loyal dog, Emma. Miss Emma May was always the first one into the room. For Emma, a whistle means that somebody wants to see her. For Emma, a whistle means she is needed immediately. For Emma, every time that week that that dog heard me whistle, she would drop her bone or her ball, she'd rise from her nap, and she'd race to be near me. And when she walked into the room, she would come in with her tail wagging, and then she'd lay down and rest at my side. It was just one more unexpected gift that was received during a week when there was no voice to share. 
the gift of a loyal friend. So my loyal friends listening to my voice, you're probably wishing I would start whistling. Well, too bad. As you listen to my voice, as it begins to heal and life returns to normal, it is my hope that these lessons from the previous week won't fade for me and they won't fade for you today. It's also my hope that you'll be grateful for the gifts, all of them, from your life. That you'll take a deeper appreciation of truly listening to someone else. Sometimes that means not speaking that you'll strive to increase intimacy in your relationship. That means putting away the distractions. That you'll recognize less is more. And that you will celebrate your life with your most loyal friends. Some of them loved ones near you. Some loved ones far away that you'll need to Zoom with or fly to meet. Others, little furry creatures. Four legs and a little tail to remind us as they wag them that we're not alone that we have a friend, a loyal companion, who comes sometimes at the sound of a whistle. My friends, don't wait until an untimely illness or the loss of your voice to become truly passionate as an observer and an active steward of the miracle of your life. And if you're not sure where to start or when to start, I have some encouragement around that. Start where you are and start today. So for this time and until next time, my name is John O'Leary. The voice is coming back and this is your day. Live inspired.